Welcome to the Banter Club. Join myself, Mark, along with T.Y., Jackie, and Mahal as we talk all things sport. We will definitely trash your team, and if you don't like it, we'll definitely tell you your favorite footballer is a tax evader. Join us every week on the Banter Club. gentlemen welcome to it welcome to it it is the banter club sa once again your number one sports podcast in the land of south africa we are back with another amazing episode uh exciting news it's been a very very exciting week in sports i really can't wait to dive into it but i'm not alone i'm with um una in the building una how you doing i'm good man what's up man oh man absolutely amazing mark how are you doing then, Naturel? I'm, I'm super, I'm super, I'm super, I'm super. I should we'll probably just say two times. We'll see you on Sunday if you're still super. Jackie, my fellow Sandawana, how are you doing? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's Absolutely amazing. But before we start the, the podcast, I just want to remind you, please like, um, like, follow, uh, retweet, hashtag, subscribe. Please, YouTube, Facebook, it doesn't matter where you go, Twitter, just like, subscribe, and make sure that you make sure that you tell your people to tell your people that we are live each and every single week. We give you a brand new episode once a week. This is episode nine, and uh, we're doing some amazing things on this episode. We're talking mostly football, but we're going to be having some CSA talk as well. It's been an amazing week in football this past uh, week. There's been the announcement of the Super League, and uh, hey, it's been tricky. Hey, it's been tricky. UEFA just switched their, their their format as well into a new format instead of doing the groups as well. Let me start with you, Una. What are your thoughts on the Super League? What's been going on? Please balance us here. I was just waiting for the days of when it's going to begin. That whole FIFA and UEFA throwing their toys at the playground was just not on. Because literally that's what FIFA and UEFA have been doing for decades now exactly what the Super League trying to do, trying to circle themselves financially. So, I, and I think it was actually going to be exciting because if you think about it, the Italian league, it's now it's on the rise, but before, usually it was the three teams that, that were going to join the Super League. So that was going to be some more excitement in terms of them playing big games almost every other week. And also with the, with the with the La Liga, La Liga is actually a very decent league. Uh, you do have the other teams playing besides the top three. But Ona, uh, Ona, slow down, slow down. Let's break it down. If I've never heard of Super League before, let's just break down what is Super League and how does it disrupt football as we know it. Super League was was going to be made up since we're talking in past tense now. Was going to be made up of 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 the super teams that almost everyone in, around the globe know of: your Real Madrid, your Barcelona, your Juventus, your your Arsenal. Yes, it's a big team. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> lately, lately, I'm starting to question that. Even though I'm a supporter, uh, you have your Man U, your Man City. Somehow, even Tottenham, I keep to keep form or something, and they just wanted to be part of the rest. But they were also included in there. So what was going to happen is that it was going to be an addition to what they already. They were not going to exit the, the, the league they were in. That was the initial plan. And they were not going to exit from the Champions League. They were just adding mm. on the schedule. I think in terms of finances, it was going to be good for those teams. But in terms of the players, it was not going to be good. If you think about it, they're already on a busy schedule and you add in something, more games on that schedule. And I don't think it was going to be very good for the players. 
And in terms of big games every other week, it was going to be exciting at first, which is why I was looking forward to it. But I think we would have been fatigued after a while because every big game, like same teams playing each other all the time. Nah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Mark, your thoughts on this one? Uh, honestly, if, if, if we're being honest, um, it would have been great. I think for, for the neutrals uh, like us in Africa and America um, and South I think it would have been amazing because if you really think about it, those those teams that appear there are teams that we all support here in 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 like in our outside of Europe. So it would have been very um, exciting for us because I mean all our teams would be playing essentially. Um, and mm. unfortunately, though, um, I think the the downside to it is that it wouldn't actually have developed football. There wouldn't be those fairy tales that actually make football what it is. Um, and and I think that would have been very sad. But at the same time, um, oh, it's like on a random Tuesday, then you get um, Real Madrid against Barcelona, and it's not a league game. Um, you're getting, um, well, PSG, if they wanted to be part of it, it would be like a PSG-Chelsea as a midweek game. So, I mean, those would have been titanic clashes. Um so slightly sad that it's not happening, but I, I I also understand that it would have it yeah I think had they maybe spoken to the to the leagues um, beforehand tried to get a compromise maybe have a um, like what I think already I think what probably also made um, UEFA angry is that UEFA is gonna inc- include a new competition. Um, I just forgot what it's called, but it's going to be Champions League and then Europa League, and then I think it's called Conference or something. But there would be a third tier of the Champions League, of which I believe they should have just said um, within the Super League, maybe just work around it better, where it, it's not so exclusive, um, and and make it a thing whereby you only get the top teams in the Super League mm. of the Super League. And then you have the Champions League or whatever league you have under the Super League, whereby your almost second tier um, top tier, uh, like your Arsenal's, would be, you know, the and and then Vela League of the Champions League. So I think maybe they could have worked uh-huh. around it. Then, <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, as for Arsenal, <laughs> I, like I don't understand why Arsenal is included in the Super League. It's not a Super team. But, uh, Jackie, before I come to you, I just want to read this real quick. T.Y. T.Y. There's Tottenham. Pick on Tottenham, not Arsenal. I don't know, man. You guys are sort of like, you know, same level, same WhatsApp group. I, I don't know. My Dream. opinion. Tottenham. Spurs haven't won anything like, oh, well, yeah, their kids were born before Tottenham. Born after Tottenham won the trophy and they're like, and we won anything. Yeah, they have. What do they win? This I wanna know. They won something. I kid you not, they won something. Was it the Vodacom Cup? Vodacom Challenge. No man, you can't count you can't count games against you got England. What? Like um, Mark, do you think Spurs has won anything? Like since Ibarra. Okay, let me tell you. Tottenham has won the league. When? In 1950. <laughs> so neither of us were born yet. Born. Uh, apart <laughs> it was still on the Bryce ten. It was still marinating. <laughs> they won the FA Cup eight times. Well, last. 1991. Okay, that's not really far. The, the, the Premier League was starting. I was not even they born. The, but anyway. They won, the, they won the League Cup four times. The last one was, was in 2008. Really? <laughs> yes. Come yeah, on, guys. Put some respect. You're probably talking about the end of 21 there. No, legit. Dude, Tottenham is like, Tottenham is like that. You know, you know your favorite musician that's just bubbling under but never really makes it. That guy that's always <laughs> but never really hits the peak. 
Can you I, was gonna, I was gonna drop names, but he's, he's, he's a client of mine. I can't drop his name. But there's just those artists that are always buzzing, but they never really, you know. Can you believe that Terry Kane? Yeah. Kane has been doing for that team ever since. He's never won anything. Yeah, man. Harry Kane does not have a trophy to his name. Because it's a, it's a small, small team. Let me just say this real quick, right? Let me just read this out to you. Um, Jackie, before I get your thoughts on the Super League, right? So <laughs> the, the English Premier League, right, was founded uh, as the FA Premier League uh, on 20 February, following a, the decision of clubs in the football first uh, division league to break away from the football league which is founded in 1888 and take advantage of a lucrative television deal does this not sound like super league does, does it not sound like the same thing the premier league did via uh, with, with what covid it just covid it just happened so these clubs are doing exactly what these clubs what epl did in 1992 and i mean i feel like it was going to be great had they done it properly uh, Jackie, what are your thoughts on this? Should they break out? Should they stay in their respective leagues in the Champions League? Give me your thoughts real quick. Just to also add on what you I feel as if you know, those clubs, they felt indebted and uh, feel, feel, uh, felt less protected by UEFA and the uh, ECA. Uh, so I, I was actually so excited when uh, imagine watching City and uh, and and uh, and uh, Chelsea every single week and Real Madrid every single week. It would have been something very exciting. But at the same time, if you we have to go back to the early 90s. This, this is where it really began. Because remember, uh, in 1998, um, Italian Italian company wanted to create this whole thing, a European Super League. But uh, they decided not to do it because of the expansion of the Champions League. Ne? And, the, yes. and, and the abolishment of the Club uh, Winners' Cup. So, it's been there. It's been there. I even remember there was a time where uh, former um, Arsenal manager, Arsene Wenger, even mentioned in the next couple of years, expect an European Super League. So we were expecting some time, but it was, it was uh, like, it was very, very, for me, it was going to be very, very exciting. But I think at the same time, the timing was just a little bit off. Um, I think uh, they should have just waited for probably the next couple of years because you just, uh, maybe it was, it was more of a financial decision more than um, the fact that we want to break away from um, the leadership here, UEFA and the ECA. But I have a feeling that because um, UEFA likes to be in very in control, they might create something similar in the next couple of years. But I also asked myself this question, if if this uh, idea or the whole concept was an, a UEFA um competition or UEFA's idea or FIFA's idea, nobody was going to be complaining right now. Yes. But because it was created by independent clubs who want to be free from the control of UEFA, the control of the ECA, it now creates a lot of problems. People think that it is, it's boardroom talk, it's because of money, uh, people don't care about the development of football. That could be the case, but at the same time, it has to be 50-50. What if they try to negotiate with UEFA? They try to negotiate with FIFA, and they decided otherwise. So it's 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 a very it's a very tricky situation. But honestly speaking, I was very excited. Man, I'm still excited. I really really hope it gets to happen. I honestly hope the Super League gets to happen at some point, um, in the na- in the near future because we definitely do need something like that. Una, your thoughts, real quick. Jake asked about the time. How old is Perez? Uh, Madrid's president isn't he like eighty or something seventy four? Do you think? Do you think he has time to wait? Umo di pacha laud. Umo di pacha laud. Umo ni Filipota maile Lisbeth like you sure maybe le no umo di pacha laud. So there's nothing about timing in terms of football. I think right now it's ripe. We need all the football we need. After that whole gap we had with COVID. With the lockdown first time around, I think the time with terms of timing. Uh, yes, I agree with everyone in terms of their approach. They should have maybe went to the table with 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 UEFA and and, and FIFA whatever, and and discuss this beforehand. But yeah, I think right now we need all the football we can get. Yeah, we definitely so, do. Guys, it would be really interesting to hear what you guys think because. 
one of um, Mutipe's points in, in terms of, of, of his campaign running for CAF president was establishing a Super League in Africa. Mm-hmm. So what do you think in terms of a Super League in Africa as opposed to the one that nearly happened in Europe? I think the My issue... Okay, go for it. I think the issue for me, and it's the same thing as uh, I think UEFA in particular, they are scared of the fact that having a Super League will now replace the Champions League. Then what will be the purpose of a Champions League? You understand what I mean? That's why they're now thinking of extending the Champions League. You get me? Now, having a Super League could affect that. It's like, to, to, to an extent, you'd be replacing the Champions League. But going back to your question on having an African Super League, <sighs> some teams will make it for no reason. Imagine Kaiser Chiska Super League one. Let's respect other teams in future. I think it's fine when we have... What what you are saying is exactly my point. My problem with the Super League, especially in Africa, is not having the Super League. It's the selection of teams in the Super League. How do we decide who does play in there, who does not get to play in there? I mean, it's also... Who comes second in the league? Do they get to play in the Super League? The answer is definitely no. Because their performance in, in, in the PSL is terrible. They're not a super team on the continent, you know? But then who gets to make that decision that Kaiser Chiefs is not a super team and they are not? You know what I mean? I mean, it's like Arsenal and Tottenham. How did they even make it into the Super League list? Nobody knows. Unless they, they introduce um, uh, a prerequisite or requirements né, for teams to actually make it to the Super League. For example, you can say that... Um, Looking at the last five to five five seasons, we look at whether or not the team has been competing uh, in the CAP Champions League or the, or the UEFA Champions League, and they have been performing the same way. In in in, in the in the CAP Champions, they have a specific number of points on determining the, the number of teams that are going to play in the Champions League that the next season. So, if, for example, if you reach the semi-finals, you're guaranteed to have at least two spots for your for your country next season. I, if they introduce such a system, maybe that could work. Yeah. But so in Europe, at, just saying, essentially, yeah. just saying that they should just re-look at the Champions League, the way it's structured right now, and just reshape it. Because what you're saying is continue with what you have, not a Super League as per se, because the Super League does not have any form of relegation or changing of teams every other season. Yeah. No, 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 no. Honestly speaking, Honestly speaking, I feel like leaving the Champions League as it is. Because the Champions League gives everybody a fair chance. But a Super League, let it just be the super African teams. Let it just be the African giants alone. Let it be your wider Casablanca, your Achilles, your teams that get to compete in the Champions League semifinals and finals each and every single season on a consistent basis. You know what I mean? So leave the Champions League as it is, but have a certain league just for the top tier teams across the continent. Yeah, but who makes it to the Super League now? Who makes it to the Super League? What is the requirement, though? You can't say that a team like, for example, I'm going to use Kaiser Chiefs again, because Chiefs, (laughs) they only started performing this season in the Champions League. You can't say now they have to be part of the Super League. Based on what? You understand what I mean? Exactly. Unless if you look at the... Yeah, exactly. Unless if you look at the... The, the last couple of uh, the couple, last couple of seasons, based on uh, the winners of the Champions League, then you decide or find um, which teams are going to be part of the Super League. But now to say a team like Kaiser Chiefs, a team like uh, Cape Town City, for example, is going to be part of the Super League, based on what? They have not achieved anything in Af- in the African continent. Yeah. Now you say I hear what you say. Now, my mm-hmm. issue is that with the case achieves, using case achieves as an example. Now, yeah. let's look at this this way. Case achieves mm-hmm. never took CAF seriously. And the only season that they took CAF seriously, they're in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Now, I, what does that say about Champions League? What does it say about the Champions League? You tell me. This team hasn't been taking this competition seriously. And the only season that they take it seriously, they go to the to the quarterfinals. It to well, me, now, it's a lot well, of now, let me let me let, no, let me let me put it to you. Let me 
me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way, right? It's the very first time Kansas Chiefs have actually reached the group stages. It's the very first time the Kansas Chiefs have actually reached the finals, right? True. Now, reaching the quarterfinals is something that I feel like in Africa it's very special. But now, you know, in, in terms of football, you look at the, 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 the teams you were with in that group. You, you get what I'm saying? There was only one other team that qualifies as a super team in that group. Had you guys hmm. been drawn against Whitehead and Al-Akhli and another super team, do you think Chiefs would be where it is right now? The answer is definitely okay. no. Yeah, I mean, the teams you guys were drawn against are mediocre teams at the end of the day. Oroy has been making it to the to the to the to the knockout stages for 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 many years now. Do yeah. me a favor, Ona. Name, name one South African team that's ever beaten Oroy. Name one South African team, any team in the PSL that's beaten Oroy right now. Oroy didn't qualify for the for the for the knockout stages, but a case of Chiefs did make it. A team that was not taking this league seriously. But what I'm saying is, not a single South African team. Has ever beaten Horoya, which shows you how good Horoya actually is. That's why they always make it to the quarterfinals. South African teams struggle against Horoya. best be against goes, the draw. That just goes back to what I'm saying that a, a team that has been making it to the knockout stages every other season didn't make it through, whereas a team that just took this tournament seriously this season went through. Okay, let me ask you a question, Una. Okay. Because you took uh, the Champions League series this season, does it mean if we decide to have a Super League, an African Super League, Kaisers has to be there this season, based on the season's performance? The answer is no. Because <laughs> I think for me, the key word here, the key word, and listen to me very well, the okay. key word is consistency. Okay. Do you think in terms of... Let's, now, let's go back to... Let's, let's use this lens of, of the European Super League. Mm-hmm. In terms of... Spurs' performance in the Champions League, mm-hmm. do you think they deserve to be a Super League team? No. They were in the final a season but, ago. But, no, but they're in the finals. They, but they, they are. They were part of the Super League formation. Yeah, but now, this is, this is okay, Sharp. But, oh, no, you, this is, I think you're forgetting. They were part of the, of, 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 of the Super League in terms of... of, of of the formation that was going to happen also exactly. counts for Arsenal is because of the type of brand and the and the institution that they are in European football. Yeah, Even but, but being remember throughout in Champions League, but somehow they made it because of the type of brand and the institution that they are, which is exactly what's going to happen in in in, in Africa if you to establish a Super League because now. Mm-hmm. The other, mm-hmm. the other reasoning for the Super League was that they're getting more broadcasting out there in the world. And you cannot bring an you cannot bring a IJEX. IJEX is a big institution. They've been consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. But they don't bring in numbers. Because a Super you see, League... Una, this is this goes back to my question. What is the criteria for joining the Super League? Huh? My point exactly. What, what is the criteria for joining the Super League? Because, I mean, if you look at a team like uh, Tottenham, Tottenham has reached the Champions League final at least once in their history. You know what I mean? Kaza Chiefs is reaching the quarterfinals for the first time. We could call it the beginner's luck. Kaza Chiefs has played in the Super Cup, by the way. Did they win? <laughs> they, they win. They lost to and our... Champions League final, not Super they, Cup. Champions listen. League final. They lost... For, for you to get to a Super, to, to, to a super Cup final, in Africa, you need to have won at least one of the two big trophies, continental trophies. Kaiser Chiefs. But now, Ona, Ona, you see, you see, now you're opening up a, a different kind of words. That's like saying that Europa teams that have been released. You said Tottenham has made it to the Champions League final. When was that? It was the the season Liverpool won, which is last the season before last. It was like a year ago. Yo, two ago. Are we talking about Spurs here? Yes, Liverpool beat them in the finals when Liverpool won the Champions League. But then again, what do you expect, guys? This guy's an Arsenal fan. He won't know that Tottenham was in the final. Final with Tottenham. If you look, if you look at the 2019 Champions League, 2019 Champions League final was Liverpool versus Tottenham Hotspurs. 
That was the final. <laughs> what I mean? So in, terms of, in terms of being there, up there with the best, they've proven their worst two times. It's one of those rest yeah, but not as where the problem. weakest teams get to make to 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 reach finals. Okare exactly. is the net in South as, Africa. It's the, as, it's the same as the Chiefs reaching the quarterfinals. Exactly the same point. No, nope. but the, like I was saying, essentially the Super League was more of a money making scheme for the teams based on what they bring in on the table, which are numbers. Those numbers which will bring in the broadcasting numbers and essentially bring back the money. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm leaning towards, that the Super League was not motivated in terms of performance. If you're talking performance, how the heck did Arsenal make it? I'm an Arsenal fan, but I also don't see how they made it. Actually, so that's what I'm saying. In Africa, it should be... If it's going to be the same thing, then I don't see why Kaiser Chiefs can't make it. But that's, that's exactly... That's exactly my problem. It goes back to my point of what is the criteria. Are we going on brand strength or are we going on performance? That is the that is the key thing. Are we looking at teams that are making the finals or are we looking at teams that are the biggest on the continent in terms of fans? What are we looking at in terms of an African Super League? What do we look at? You know, that is the key thing and for me, having a Super League. I'm not against having a Super League, but what is the criteria? If, you, the if you go... If you go if you go through consistency in terms of the Champions League, you won't you won't get people watching that thing. Trust me. I can ask you about do you are you going to watch Barry King is this team from from Botswana? Uh, there's a team from Botswana. Um, it made it to the quarterfinals about two seasons back. Township Rollers. If Township, Township Rollers against yeah. Nakana, was it Nkana or something from Zambia? Are you going to watch that match? Mm-hmm. Are you? Yes. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what I think should happen? Yes. You know what I think should happen? Of the agenda that you try to push. I think, I honestly believe, this is my honest opinion, right? Okay. I honestly believe if we're going to create a let's take the top, maybe top 10, top 8 African teams in terms of ranking. You know what I mean? Put those teams up there. I mean, the top five teams right now in Africa is Al-Akhli, number one. Esperance, Tunis, ES Tunis, uh, number two, from Tunisia. Mamelodi Sundowns is third. Zamalek is fourth. Tipima Zembe is fifth. Those are the top five strongest teams in Africa. And you've got that's teams good. like Wadet Casablanca. You've got ES Vita. Also put them through. Even in terms of Brenda, put them through. I don't know. I think I think this debate could last the whole hour. I, 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 guys, I, no. Let's put a pause on this debate. Let's 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 put a pause on. What are your thoughts? Let's put a pause on it, yeah. Yeah, I think we should move on. Okay, cool. Let's just move on real quick. Uh, so breaking news right now: Safa will not be allowed. Will no longer be announcing the Bafana Bafana coach. They said they will announce that they said they will announce tomorrow, which is supposed to be a Saturday. They were supposed to announce it tomorrow, but they're not. They claim the postponement is due to uh, global COVID-19 travel issues. So um, the coach would have to uh, travel, obviously, globally. Um, so which means that the coach that is coming to coach Bafana Bafana is not African, in my opinion. It's going to be someone from uh, international. Rumor is it's Carlos Cuerosh. Mark, what are your thoughts on the Bafana coach? Ah, uh, man. I- Jagami, Safa is going to appoint a coach and then the coach is going to maybe get a few good results in the beginning and then we're going to love the the coach. The next thing, the coach does not pick Pesitao and then the whole country hates him. He loses three games and then Safa fires him. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Um, it's, it's always happened like that. Um, so it's 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 I think they've just basically delayed the inevitable. Um a coach is not gonna fix Bafana. Bafana is 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 Bafana is a very deep problem and and, and people at Safa first need to resign before Bafana can be fixed. Um so look I'm I'm not even surprised that they don't even consider the fact that 
whoever they chose would have to now travel and be in quarantine and, and whatnot. So, I mean, those are the small things that they overlook. I mean, they've disappointed us in the past. They're disappointing us now with a simple announcement. So, yeah. But anywho, um, it'll be very interesting. Um, uh, could be, because everybody is saying that it, it, it's probably uh, Kirosh. Um, so it'll be interesting to see him back in the country. Um, but also at the same time, uh, what has he achieved? Because um, he did well with Iran, if I remember vaguely. Um, so it'll be interesting what he does with, with, with us. So I uh, can't wait to see uh, Kirosh back in South Africa to see what he does and how the public is going to hate him at some point. Yo, Ona, give me your thoughts real quick. Um, I think with with like what Mark said, if the coach that is coming in, if the boardroom is not looking good, uh, the the climate is just not set for the coach to actually do well. Uh, it's it's been like that. Even even the the the, the consultant who was coaching Bafana recently, uh, I school teacher, but let me call him a consultant. He was consulting there by Bafana. Uh, the consultant who was consulting them by your final. Uh, he won the first two games, I think, if I remember properly. And people thought, hey, we have a developmental coach. He's going to rub in into, he's going to bring into these young players who are going to take the, the national team further. And then he started losing. Next thing, he's gone. I think it will be the same trend. Even with the new coach, if the boardroom is not looking good, it won't be a good climate. But if it's Carlos Quaresh, can I get man? Quaresh, get man? Questa. Quaresh. Quaresh. How? For the sake of the podcast, we'll call him Questa. Questa. Carlos Questa. Carlos Questa. Uh, if it's him, remember when he came to to South Africa first time around? He came with a document, I think. Was it about forty pages? And he presented it to 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 the national team, and it was a very good uh, document, which literally just ironed out how the national team should go into phases, uh, starting from school development into junior national teams and Bafana Bafana. How are we going to take those players from junior uh, from school development up towards to Bafana and build? team and it was a project I think for about four years and they didn't get the support to actually implement that plan before you know it, it was fired before the the, the, the World Cup and Jomo Sono took us there he took the same document he took it to the US national team look where the US national team is it's still not the, the biggest team out there but the US national but, team is spoken as one of the big national teams out there he also took the same document to the Iran national team. And look where the Iran national team is. A few years ago, you wouldn't think of Iran playing at the World Cup. But they were at the, uh, at the World Cup because of that same document that Bafana Bafana had on their desk and they didn't implement. So I think if you can bring in someone like that who has a plan, who has a vision, it can help Bafana. But like what Mark said, if you don't, if people don't resign in the boardroom, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's done for. Jackie, mm. come in. I'm tired of talking about same situation every day. But anyway, man, um, I I agree with the book. Jordan must go. Can we please establish that, James? Guys, if you have a federation that is led by a politician, and I, I think it's Una said a couple of weeks ago, where a certain person is not a is not is not a leader. He's a politician. He runs. Um, the federation as if a political party, nothing will change, and that's one of the reasons why your Peter Simon doesn't want to coach Bafana because of that person. Nothing's gonna yes. change here. Nothing's gonna change. Um, Carlos Anuto Tamuki and like like Mark and Una said, he's gonna get g- good results first couple of games, and then like you know this, you you know your people they like to turn a specific person uh, Orlando Pirates, who's doing the same thing, Jay Z. Um, they're gonna do this, try and do the same thing, and then they're gonna fire him, and we're gonna go back to the same problem all over and over again. If I was 
the government right now, I was probably going to say, you know what, let me do what the Nigerian government did a couple of years back. Ban Bafana for two, three years, restructure everything completely because we're, we're making the same problem, the same mistakes all over and over again. So it, it won't change. It won't change whatsoever because we're still led by people who have been there since, in fact, way before the 2010 FIFA World Cup, who don't even know the vision of Bafana Bafana, who don't even understand the vision of Bafana Bafana, who don't want to develop the South African national team. And Una also raised a good point where every single um, national coach of Bafana Bafana leaves a document, né, outline everything you want to find. Um, this is... This is this this are important aspect that you need to iron out, but it seems as if those documents they don't even um, go through them or whatsoever, even even check them out because they think they know better. So, I I'm not a know, man. Even if they bring Jose Marino who's available right now, nothing will change. Nothing will change. We're just wasting money as always. Yeah, I saw there were tweets saying defund Bafana, man. Just simply defund Bafana, Bafana. Yeah, couldn't 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 uh, Natim Teto uh, implement Section 13 on Bafana? Like, CSA gave one man, gave man. Hey, but Bafana is on another level, man. Ah, yeah, yeah. He should have just defunded uh, the Safa altogether. I was going to agree, but hey, because eh, 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 maybe Lena. On a lady connections, the least certain person Kamola Esafa. Maybe mm. he doesn't want to fund it, yeah. But I mean, it's tricky. I mean, this guy, he's the NEC. He's trying to be part of the ANC, NEC. He's trying to be part of, uh, what is this thing called? He's trying to be part of CAF. He's trying to be part of um, Safa. He's the he's the mayor of, he's trying to be the mayor of Kabeha. This guy is just doing too much. It's impossible to focus just on Safa. Una. Don't you want to come in there? Remember, Safa developed uh, Vision 2022 uh, way back <laughs> this year. This year it's 2021, uh, and one of the points that uh, the Vision 22 had was world-class admin. The other was sound governance. And yeah, when you think about it, and you think about who former mayor of Quebec, I hope I said it right. My people in Eastern Cape. Uh, when you think of ooh, ooh, Danny Jordan and you think of world-class admin and sound governance in 2021, looking at Vision 2022, I, it's, it's really disappointing. Eh? Uh, some of the visions that they had for Vision 2022 were really great. I think South Africa, I think this is across the board, and not only in sport, I think also in politics. It's a situation of we are very good in drafting documents and, and plans and, yes. and all things. But implementation, you know, I give you time. What's that other one? What's take that one? This other one. It's like you're taking something that is very good, which is cool time. Instead of improving it, you just regress. That's exactly yeah. what's happening there by Safa. I mean, like Jackie said, defund Wafana. Um, maybe they should do what they what uh, Sports South Africa Department of Sports is doing to cricket. They say maybe they should just not recognize Safa as the national body anymore, and we start from ground zero and rebuild. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Let's rebuild. Remove Safa, really freaking build. I mean, Danny Jordan brought in the system of canceling the School of Excellence. I mean, why would you do that? Like, that's the most frustrating thing ever. Um, all right, can we move on real, real quick, though? Uh, let's talk about the PSL real, real quick. Uh, I want to talk about the, the relegation battle right now. It seems like Black Leopard is going back to the AFD at this point in time. 23 games, 14 points. The team above them, 2.97 on 17 points after the same amount of games. Um, Kazashi is sitting at number, I can't find them in the top eight, not top nine, not top ten. Oh, they're number 11. So <laughs> <bad>. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gents, 
What are your thoughts on the relegation battle right now? What's going on? Chifa, United, Baroka, FCTTM fighting the relegation battle. Who's getting relegated, in your opinion? Like, it's, it's rough there at the bottom. Let me start there with Jackie. Um, you know, Black, Le- Black Leopard, no? there's one team mm-hmm. I can guarantee. Ne? And I said it at, at the beginning of our, our recordings. Uh, I, I, I think I said in episode two that Black Leopard is going to be relegated this season. Uh, the same with Chipper United. Chipper, as, as much as they went to the finals, uh, going to the finals of the NetBank Cup, um, they'll be playing in the playoff uh, come um, the end of the season. One team that is really, it seems as if they, they might just get momentum momentum after uh, beating Mamuri Sanders on penalties, uh, TTM. I think TTM may just have enough just to go uh, remain in the in the Premiership. Marisbeck also, uh, led by at uh, they may also just make it uh, in the TSV Premiership. But one thing I also must not also forget, a team like Kaiser Chiefs, for example, is not far off from the bottom. Uh, as much as they've mm. got a game and um, the uh, Kaiser Chiefs currently has, is it, 20, is it 26 points? 26 points? 25. And, uh, 25 points. Hey, can I extra point? 25 points. They they lead Black Leopards by eleven points, and if Chiefs don't con- if Chiefs don't start getting results, they might just end up being at the bottom also also probably fighting for relegation because because they're not performing man they're not getting points. But I still maintain that uh, Black Leopards gonna be automatically relegated and cheaper will probably play in the playoffs. It's a tricky one, man. I mean, it's only three points between the two teams, and it's funny that number fourteen. TTM number fifteen, Chipper United, are in the play are in the final of the Netbank Cup. Mark, hop in there. Your thoughts? Uh, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying, remember there was a time when there was a certain uh, I, ca- I can't remember, but a certain club that was also flirting with relegation, and then they fired the coach, and then they got in a certain Pito Musimani, and then they won things. <laughs> All I'm saying is that watch out. Chiefs might be back next season. They might conquer Africa. Anyway. Um word in that statement. Might. Might. Might be. We don't know the future, but I'm saying the future does repeat itself. But, you know, anywho. Um, <laughs> PSL, PSL. Um, I think when it comes down to it, Black Leopards has been in the in the in the bottom half for more weeks than, or let me rather say, they've been in in, in the relegation zone in the last three seasons more than any other team probably. So I think it's it's about time. It's about time they they went down to the NFD. Um, uh, it's yeah, no, I don't see them surviving. I mean, you look at their form. Uh, three losses and two draws in the last five games. It's not looking only. I think yeah. If I look at the the, the form properly, only cheaper has a, a worse off form, which uh, cheaper has got four losses and one draw. So man, it's, I think the only chance they have is probably making playoffs, but I don't see that happening. Um, so goodbye, Black Leopards. Uh, I'm sure they'll be glad, Africa, to have you in the in the NFT next season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I live for this podcast. I live uh, for this podcast. <laughs> You'll be very glad to have you in the NFT. <laughs> nice one, Una. Um, hop in there. No, let's. You know, I'm actually. I'm actually very glad that the football gods are doing this, uh, having Black Clippers and Chipa United down there. Uh, what Chipa Benguese has been doing to coaches and even yes. players is not is not really on. Uh, I think we need to put this on record that what he's been doing is actually playing with people's futures and careers because it literally just breaks their whole reputation. And it's the same thing that has been happening to Leopards, as much as it's not as highlighted as it is done at cheaper, but 
if you look at the numbers, they've literally had coach same number of coaching changes since Chipa has joined the, the, the Premier League. It's about 26, 26 or 25 coaches each in the past 10 years. That, that, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd really love to see them getting out of the Premier League because they're making a mockery of the Premier League. This is the top league in South Africa and we don't deserve such people running our football. So I think Black mm-hmm. Leopards go out straight drop. I don't see them coming back. Uh, Chipa, they might just make it through through the playoffs and come back, but my wish is that they also go down. TTM are on the rise, which is they're they're on the rise. Vakira Chaletenyana, Stepping Dinyana, King, National Witch, something. At least it's healthy now. They're in the 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 the, the netback final. And it's very crazy that now that I look at it, that the number 14th and 15th team are in the Netbank Cup final. It's weird, man. It's one crazy. Of, one of those teams is going to Confederation Cup. Yes. No, they're just going there to add numbers. Trust me. Same way TS Imagine the Black African Championship team playing in Kev Confederation. Oh, well, it, it, it happened with TS Galaxy. I guess it's going to happen again with Chippa United because I I think Chippa might just edge TTM in the Netbank Cup. But I mean, on a, on a, I mean, if if Kaza Chiefs would reach the quarterfinals, I mean, an NFT team can do it as well, no? And we're talking of two different <laughs> types of teams here. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same level, it's the same level. This current team is better. Uh, in fact, same level. How? Didn't didn't TTM beat you guys, Hunt? If I remember very well, this is a no. I think they did. They did. TTM beat Kaiser Chiefs. They didn't. Kaiser Chiefs. No, I don't remember that happening. They beat. Oh no, no, you did. Uh, no, 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 no. You won. You won the uh, So I apologize. Isn't that the game <laughs> yeah, that I got a red card and I was celebrating like yo? I was celebrating yeah, we'll the, the win. All right, now let's take, let's take it to the top of the the Premier League. You know that historically 60 points is what you need in the PSL to win the league. Um, and now there's only five teams uh, which can reach literally, hit, like literally reach 60 points mathematically. You've got Mamelodi Sundowns, you've got Golden Arrows, you've got Amazulu, you've got Paris, you've got Swallows. Super Sports United all the way down, they cannot reach 60 points. Now you've got Sundowns who only need 13 points to reach 60. Golden Arrows need 19, Amazulu need 19, Pirates need 23, Swallows need 25. Now, Sundowns has nine matches left. Golden Arrows have seven matches left. To reach 60 points, uh, Arrows need to win six games and draw one. Sundowns only need to win four games and draw one. Amazulu as well need to win six, draw one. Pirates need to win eight games. No, you need to win seven games, rather, and draw one. Swallows as well need to win seven games. And draw one. Who's winning the league this season? Let's be realistic. Mark, please come forth. Come to the front of the congregation. Explain and to be us. Audible. And be audible, please. Who's winning the league this season? And there was silence from Mark. Mark? <laughs> no, no, the, the, the mic was muted. Anyway, it's, it's very obvious. Uh, Sundowns is, 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 is taking it because, I mean, they already have six points on the next best team, which is uh, Arrows, but they also have two games in hand. That means they can stretch the lead up to up to uh, my mathematics. Mathematics twelve. So, if we, guys, let, let's just wrap it up. I mean, it's done. They're, they're not going to pull a Chiefs. So, yeah, let, it's, 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 it's a done deal. I think right now it's for. It's for maybe Benny to try and get into Africa. Um, Arrows might also, you know. So, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's. I think, I think it's, 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 it's going to be interesting who makes up the the, the African spots because uh, I mean, Pirates is, has got a game in hand, three points behind uh, Swallows. Uh, as much as they've been drawing so many games, they, 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 they in with a shout. So it's going to be interesting. I think. Um, the four teams can still make uh, the African competitions, so we'll see. It'll be exciting, but I mean, 
with with twenty one games played, you've got forty seven point six points ahead. Ah, it's it's over, man. It's over. I don't see them losing it. I just I just want this oh, for clarity. Who, well, hold on, just for clarity. Who's been in the league? Say it loudly. Say it proudly. Small <laughs> clap from Glorkop. Thank you. I'll listen to the radio. As owner's gonna negate. He's gonna negate. Let's see, owner. Owner is probably gonna negate. Let's see. Owner, who's been in the league? Let me save. Let me save Jackie for last. Jackie, you gotta be last. I'm saving the best team for last. Owner, who's been in the league? First of all, it's really great to see Devon teams doing it good in the PSL. Uh, it's been a while we actually hear of Devon teams, actually the KZ teams overall, doing good in the PSL, I think. But you go back to the Devon City days. But anyways, uh, Benny, I think Benny is, is, is doing it good that side. Uh, that, that, that's the difference, actually, in Amazon's season, this season and last season, when... He's bringing in that fighting spirit. I think if Gavin Hunt had the same spirit at KZ Chiefs, they would have been doing much better even with the old squad that they have. But what Benny's doing, that's really good. I, I also need to give a big up to Mantla Nikazi. Is it, what's this? Mantla there by Golden Arrows. He's also doing great work, proving exactly that he was the head. And... Mm, the musketeer was the Molala there. He was not the thinking, he was not the engine of Golden Iris last season. And in terms of Morocco Swallows, I think Morocco Swallows are just going to drop down into the the, 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 the dogfight for the top eight. And the, the, the draw situation is just getting too much. I think in the past 10 games, they've only won two. And yeah, I think they're going to go down. And Pirates. Pirates is hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. I know Jackie loves Zimbabwe, but I don't see them even making the the the, the champions the the the, the, the Kev sports. And congratulations to 2020-2021 champions, Mamilodi Sundowns. Okay, my man, Jackie, you have the floor. You've been given the PSL. Make before, it with me. Before Jackie, <laughs> I have I have something that I need to get off my chest, and I, it's a message to to Bobim Daung and the rest of the Canada Chiefs uh, uh, club. La bona you guys are making it very very difficult for us to be on a podcast. We cannot talk about Chiefs in peace. We can't because you guys don't want to fix your mess. Please fix the mess at Natural so that we may come onto this podcast and actually have something to say. Because right now, the Sundowns fans are busy throwing it in our faces that we are bad. We need to do something. So, Kevin Hunt, if you must resign, resign, brother. Yeah? No, my brother. My brother, I think I think what's happening at Chief right now is hashtag bring back, bring back brown envelopes should be trending. Tell me from life. We're not Barcelona, man. We're not Barcelona. Leave us alone. <laughs> there's a certain there's a certain thread on Twitter. I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you, gents. Um, where basically someone tweeted that if you're a Sundowns fan and you are you are feeling pain painful for Chiefs and you're feeling sorrowful for Chiefs, you're not a real Sundowns fan after what they've done to Sundowns in so many cup finals. You've been denied penalties, you've been denied. Offsides that are magical. Nobody understands how it was an offside. We've been abused too much. We've been abused by Kazakh Chiefs too much. It's only time that now that the brown envelope has been closed, the real football is being played. Jackie, you have the floor. Um, I thank you for this opportunity. Uh, let's start with, uh, I think, I think let's start with the Morocco Souls. I think Morocco Souls is, I think even Mahou said it. Um, how even said they've done enough. They've done enough to at least uh, stay in the top eight this season. Um, as much as they've got a lot of draws, I think they will get a uh, top eight spot. Um, looking at the Pirates, Pirates But based on the quality that they have, um, as much as they're they're not consistent. Uh, based on the quality that they have, I think they will still just sneak in into uh, the. King the Ranking, an African spot for next season. Uh, I would like to see, 
yeah, I'd I'd like to see Amazulu go maybe making it to the Champions League next season. I think that would be great. Or probably Golden Arrows. I think Golden Arrows has, has been superb for me. Um, that coach who was um, mentored by a, a certain coach at Mamelodi Sundowns has really, really done well. Uh, I think he's done very well, Golden Arrows. Um, but I think they can probably make it into the Confed Cup. I don't know Champions League. I think Pirates might just take that spot. Yeah. And uh, in terms of who's going to win the championship, that's okay. It's obvious. For the first time in a row, I want to know. The biggest team in South African football. The biggest team in Southern African football. Nah. Mamelodi Sundowns will take the title again. Again in next season. Even the season after. If they can buy whoever at Kaiser Chiefs there, they don't change any difference. Don't make any difference. We're still going win to win the title next season because I just want the boys to win at least the next four games. Uh, then we can start preparing for preseason. For next season. They, they, they start preparing for Kev. Yeah, I want to start preparing for for the knockout stage for CAF. And plus, yeah, plus I think we also have the draw next week, so we can start preparing for that. So Downs has to make sure that the the, the, the two games they have in hand, they have to win that game. Uh, starting against Kaiser Chiefs this weekend, if they win that game and they play beat uh, um, Golden Arrows and beat Pirates again, and uh, Beat was the team after the part? I don't know, but if we win the next four games and get that final point in the fifth game, we're done with the league. Then we now know that we can prepare for the CAF Championship, CAF Champions League, knockout stages, and then start preparing for preseason for next season. Because I think um, we have done enough. I love it. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. I'm absolutely happy with what's happening right now in the PL. So it's turning into a farmer's league, though. But I want to talk about Benny McCarthy real quick. Benny McCarthy started like a house on fire at um, at Cape Town City. Same way he's doing right now at Amazulu. But I don't know if it's complacency. I don't know if it's uh, he has the same playing style. I don't know what went wrong at Cape Town City, but he started becoming, you know, a regular coach at Cape Town City after a while. Or is Benny really going to keep up these results next season? Are we going to be having... The same Amazulu next season, this time of the season. Um, Jackie, what are your thoughts on that one? No. A big no. Guys, let's be honest. Uh, as much as Benny's done well in a short a space of time, now, for me, um, the last is it the last six games, now, uh, okay, if you exclude the game at Sundowns, uh, Amazulu has not really been tested. The only game we can actually say they were really, really tested was against Super Sports United, which they eventually won. But they played against your cheaper United. They played against your TTM. They played against your Black Leopard, Stellenbosch. The only game they were actually tested was against Sundowns. And that was not a, uh, a fresh Mamluri Sundowns team. And they failed to beat Sundowns. Then he's got the nerve to say that, fine, uh, Sundowns were packing the bus. But Sundowns had two shots at goal, uh, two shots on target against uh, Mamazuli. They had nothing. So it tells you something. I, I don't think... Uh, this thing about Benny's done, Benny is, is great, he's doing great at Amazuli. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. For me, I think I think if he has a full season of um, Amazuli next season, I don't think he will uh, perform the same way he's performing currently. I, I'm not I'm not saying that he's not really getting results, but he's getting results. But I don't think they'll be in the top three or top four, like what or like what's happening right now this season. I think. Just like Cape Town City, he most probably just might um, win uh, to, uh, domestic to, uh, cup to, uh, trophies like your um, MTN8 and um, TKO if it's coming back next season. That's where it's going to end. But for them to actually compete and potentially win the league title, I don't think so. Mm, tricky one. Ona, your thoughts on Benny McCarthy's coaching? I really hope that in next season uh, he's going to do well. For my mind is that I hope with Cape Town City, it was his first time coaching a big team. Not a mm. big team in terms of trophies, but not, but a big team. Uh, and not a developmental team or assistant coach or whatnot. So it was his first time. I really hope that he learned from that stint. And then when it comes to Amazulu, I, I think let's also channel the fact that with football, it's also a psychological game, wherein mm-hmm. uh, as much as you have the skills on the field, 
but if the psych is not there, you don't actually do well. And what Benny did is he actually got a very good team around him. He has uh, Monib there, he has uh, Belen Omvete there, he has uh, the, the assistant coach, the one who was at Cape Town City, and himself, and the, the chairman of the team, uh, Sandy Lizungu. Those people, when you look at the type of people that they are, they're people who they constantly push you, they constantly push you. And I think that's something that is actually even showing with Amazul when they get on the field. And yeah, I really hope that carries him. But as much as I'm saying that football is also the side, he also needs to bring the tactical side to it. And based on what he was doing at Cape Town City, he's very good when it comes to beautiful football and I take football, but at the back, there's nothing. And like Jackie said, in the past few games, they were not really tested. Uh, in the Sundowns game, it was a game. It was a slow boxing game, and in that slow boxing game, he didn't throw the right punches. And I think if he can work in that, uh, even when he's playing a very good team or a very weak team, try to actually kill the game. Try to actually take the game to the next team. So yeah, I think. He might, he might pull through in terms of motivation-wise, but in terms of tactics, I don't see him being a very good coach in terms of a long-term period. Short-term, yes. I feel you. Mark, thoughts real quick? I need to wrap up in a bit. Um, Benny, Benny, Benny is rather interesting because I think, he, I mean, look at the... His inspiration to probably coach is probably Jose Mourinho. And we all know what a hothead Jose Mourinho is. So I'm not saying anything about Benny, but I mean, if the, if the dog quacks, I mean, you know. Um, but I think, I think if he gets the right support and he, if, I think if he's given enough freedom to be himself, I think we'll probably see the best of, of a South African coach. Um, so... It will be interesting to see what happens next season because uh, we all know that it's difficult for the for other clubs other than uh, Sundowns, Pirates and Chiefs to keep hold of players. So if they can keep hold of their players, acquire more talent uh, in the coming season, um, I think it will be very interesting to see what Benny does with it because he was brought in to, to kind of calm the, um, the, the, the egos in the squad or to, to rather manage them. So... It'll be interesting to see what happens um, in the next season. Should they um, qualify for Africa, they're going to need more players. So it will be definitely interesting to see whether Benny can handle a bigger squad with, with bigger egos next season. I think this season he's done well. Um, he's given... Uh, who's this boy? Tabo Kalinge. He's given him a new lease of life. Uh, we'll just see how long that lasts. Because we all know he starts strong and then he just fades away. So it'll be interesting to see how he manages him, um, how he manages that dressing room going forward. So, yeah, man, it would be very interesting. All right. Let's wrap up real, real quick. Um, Kansas Chiefs played Mamelodi Sundowns on Sunday at 3 p.m. if I'm not mistaken. Now, score predictions. My score prediction is Kansas Chiefs 0, Mamelodi Sundowns 4. So if you're on Betway, please. Mamelodi Sundowns over 1.5. Uh, Onarine, your prediction real quick. 2 1. To who? The village. <laughs> Banda. All, to... right, all right, all right. Sasto is one of the scorers. Okay, Mark, your opinion, your uh, prediction. It's going to be my favorite scoreline a 2 2 draw. <laughs> hey. In dreamland, yeah. Kansas Chiefs scoring two goals against Sundowns. <laughs> Jackie, your thoughts? Your your prediction? 5 1. 5 1. In favor of Why am I the only one here in this podcast that think Chiefs is not going to score? Ah, uh, what can you know, these people? They're probably going to get that weight, that weight offside. And you know what? Uh, there's this there's certain referees that are bought by certain certain clubs. But I'm telling you, five goals are coming from for sundowns. Shut up with a brace. 
Mushishi with a brace and a goal from Maluleka, Justin J against his former club. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Jess. Thank you very much for this podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure hosting you, gents. It's been an absolute pleasure anchoring this podcast. Such a beauty having uh, such great minds. By the way, uh, if I ever buy a soccer team, né? I'm letting you guys know now. Ona is my head of football president or chairperson. But Ona, uh, you deserve it, Chief. If we buy TTM next week, I have <laughs> a permanent job, Ona. Clear. <laughs> All right, Jackie, closing thoughts real quick. Uh, to all the uh, listeners, uh, uh, continue a big thank to everybody who's been listening to our uh, episodes. I've been hearing some positives and some negatives, but we're learning from it, and uh, we're trying to uh, are trying to level base to be better and better every single episode. A big shout out to everybody for uh, supporting us. Thank you, Mark. You are up next. Then yeah, that that's all I have to say. Can you repeat that? Bobby speaking the country, man. Bobby must tell our club. We we don't want too much. Speaks our club, Bobby. And that's what we want. Bobby must continue <laughs> as he is. All right, it's been another episode of us here at the Benson Club SA. Thank you very much for tuning in. We absolutely appreciate you. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell your grandmother to subscribe and like and follow and retweet everything that we post. We're going to do our best to give you the absolute best content uh, and the best banter possible. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for following us. We absolutely appreciate each and every one of you. Love and light to you and yours. Peace. Join us every week on The Banter Club.